And I'm marching on to the beat I drum. Who I'm meant to be. This is me. That was everything I've ever wanted in my life. <laughs> it was especially the chase of this is me. <laughs> I'm just going to say, trigger warning during this episode. Yeah. Uh, We talk a little bit about animals, uh, possible animal abuse, uh, molestation. We talk about, we get into some pretty heavy stuff. So just trigger warning for this episode. Um, If you don't want to listen to it, we understand. Yeah. It gets pretty heavy. But But there's um, also some funny in it too. There's There's some guts. There's some nuggets. So if, yeah. Just wanted to throw Protect that out. yourself, and, and we hope that you listen, but we totally understand if you don't. Yep. Hello! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and there's an alert on the computer. I think it's okay. It looks like it's still recording. Is it recording? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the bar is moving. Yeah. I'm not very tech savvy. It appears. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. It appears. This is the first time we're trying it without Jonathan. Mm-hmm. I know. Praise be to that boy and all he does for our sound. <laughs> That's what happens. My watch is also dead, so I don't know how long this is going to go. We're going to, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can't see any <laughs> You okay? Wow. Panda Express tends yeah. to make me a little flimmy. The sugar, the probably. Mm-hmm. And the grease. <laughs> There's, mm-hmm. there's stuff in that. Yeah, definitely. there's definitely stuff. Let's quickly talk about the seasoning that oh. goes on their chow mein. Can we just quickly? You know what? I never get their chow mein. It's lackluster. Oh. I love the texture of the nudes, and I love nudes in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the seasoning, I'm Preaching like... to the choir over here. <laughs> Can we add a little more flavor? Like, yeah. th- maybe they do it so bland because, like, the chicken actually has all the flavor. But also, I'm like, I want a little more in my noobs. Right. You know what I'm saying? I always get the fried rice. Mm. I never get the chow mein, honestly. Which apparently is a minority opinion. Because people, um, I've often heard that people usually go for the chow mein. Well, I've never gone for the fried rice. Once again, opposites, besties. I don't know how that works. That's crazy. How dare you? <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, I prefer but I do, nudes. I do like chow mein a lot in general, though, so I don't know. I could do without the cabbage. <laughs> the one There's healthy li- aspect. A little less veggies. Yes. Yeah. I like the vegetable. I love the green beans and the sesame chicken. Yeah. I, I want more of that all mm-hmm. the time. Are there green beans? Yeah. And the sesame beans. chicken? Yeah. I think so. They're real good. I do. I like the sesame chicken in general. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. yeah, it's real nice. Can't decide if this is right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Anywho. Any hooters. How was your week? It was this it was a rough one. Yeah. This time around. Oh. Um <laughs> No. Get out. I did it. Did that sound disingenuous? It's a laugh track. <laughs> um cut to all the other times where I've gotten emotional and you got emotional and whatever mm. we talk about real shit here sometimes life's laugh track is a, a sob track <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a cry track was, um, isn't life a sob track though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't um, laugh when you're sad then you're just out of luck yeah this is obviously i'm very much in my um i am this is a I'm too tired outfit. Uh, sweatshirt, sweatpants, literally a giant hole, a giant mustard stain. Right I was gonna on say, what's on my penis? <laughs> what beyond the peen there? It's just a big old mustard stain. That's not what Have it looks a, like. These are these are uh, 
these are my <clears throat> these are my sweatpants. You know what I mean? I do. And there's, I also there's really an outfit like them. you have when it's when it's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'm wearing outfit. black leggings, socks that are covering my leggings. You can't really see it. Well, maybe you can. Socks. No. Oop. Can you see it? I don't know. No, you're, you're definitely out <laughs> Am of frame. Am I in your view? <laughs> Possibly. OnlyFans. Crap, I just gave it away for free. No, Anyways. no, no. You're covered. I'm in a bag. They're, on, they're <laughs> socks. Let me, let me get resituated. <laughs> you don't need to show them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, a hook. And baggy no, sweatshirts. It's I'm trying to remember what happened. Times. Yeah, it is cold times now. Mm-hmm. Very suddenly. It was warm, warm, and then like suddenly downpour yesterday. Yeah, and then I it... had a shoot today, and I was like super worried that it was going to be rain. Was rain. it outside? Yeah. Oh. But uh, luckily, it was really nice. Actually, it turned out really great. <clears throat> We're supposed to have a, a spooky times photo shoot. Who's we? My voice, my voice teacher, who is also my bestie Matt, that I told you about in that episode. We talked about voice stuff. Yeah. How come I'm not involved? <laughs> well, honestly, do you want to come? No. <laughs> I can't wait for how you edit that together. <laughs> um, you should because we're gonna go up into the leaves and stuff, and we had really fun. We had some beautiful pictures of us when we went there in twenty. We did, yeah, we did that a while ago. Yeah, that was nice. Twenty nineteen. Was it really that long ago? Yeah, twenty nineteen because it was before we went to China, Japan. Japan? Oh. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, your week ended up being kind of a sad one. Yeah, I can't remember. I truly. Is it still recording? Okay, yes. Uh-oh. <clears throat> ah, At okay, least yes, yeah, we it's have fine. our I phone audio back. if we. Yeah. Um. I can't remember what I was doing this week. I didn't push play on your phone. I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, this is what we get for recording without Jonathan. But um, <clears throat> so I can't remember what exactly was happening, but I we ended up having to make pizza for Jonathan's family, which is not the sad part. Uh, okay. <laughs> So it just, but, but it, it, there's just a lot going on this week. Jonathan's still in rehearsals for Sweeney Todd mm-hmm. and they're in tech. So he's like getting home at one in the morning every night. And then work is crazy. My work has been like, obviously like super crazy for a long time now. Yeah. But, um, my mom called me towards the end of last week and, uh, they took my old family dog to the vet and he was very sick. Uh, he had a very, I can't remember what they called it, but it's a very fast growing tumor on his liver. And it was literally like the size of a potato. Like it was. And he's a small boy. He's, yeah, he's a little silky terrier. So he's like this big. Um, So, and for those of you listening this when i said this big with my hands about the size of a giant watermelon uh, yeah big old watermelon um so like my mom just they want the vet wanted to put him down immediately because he was in a lot of pain um but my mom my dad was out of town and my dad like loves that dog uh so we got a backstory we got him because i was begging for a dog and um my dad got in a really bad uh bike accident and he broke his neck he actually shattered so like he flipped over on his bike and hit like right on the top of his head and so because of that three of his vertebrae exploded like outwards and shattered some like uh what are they called fused vertebrae so anyways he he's like stuck at home and like a lot of crazy things have happened and so we ended up getting fuzz was his name yeah um and fuzz was born on the day that my dad had his accident so uh it ended up being a, a big thing where my dad kind of trained him and like helped him and and took in the new puppy you know 
And then I left home. So I got him when I was 16. I left home when I was 19 and never lived there again. So it's like that thing when you go to college and you're like in apartments and stuff. So you can't like have a dog there. So I couldn't take him with me. So it truly ended up being kind of my dad's dog. Yeah. And um, he's a really good little dog, like never had accidents in the house. Really good dog. And my dad did a really good job training him. So my dad just loved him so much. Um, so my mom just was like, just like dope him up, give him a bunch of meds so that he can last a few days Until without dad pain. Comes home. And so my dad uh, rebooked his flight early <laughs> home and uh, flew home. So when he was flying home, I went down and visited my mom and, and Fuzz and we just sat with him until my dad got home and we just sat with him for a little while and then ended up having to take him in and, and put him down. So that, yeah, was kind of a damper on the week. And that's, uh, that's actually the first time I've had four dogs in my life. That's the first time I've had to like put one down. Really? They've all, did they all just pass naturally? Um, our f- <clears throat> <laughs> dead dog story. It's not fun, but um, our first one died of a parasite mm. that she got, and she died kind of young. It was really sad. And then our second dog, Rufus, was a rescue, and so he was very old by the time sure. we got him, so he just passed away because he was old. Mm. Um, and then after that, our dog, Jessie, got another virus. Like I, I think she got heartworm. Oh, and so she passed away pretty early and I don't, this one feels really graphic. This is a big trigger warning for dog lovers. I don't know. Maybe I don't think we need to. I had another dog Oreo who also passed away kind of young and I, maybe we don't go into detail about that one. Um, but uh, yeah, so we've never, so we've had fuzz for 13 years. And which is about the lifespan for a silky terrier. They don't live soup as long as some bigger dogs, but yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's you know it's it's. He's better off obviously now, but yeah, and it's obviously hard. But like, it's kind of striking to me how difficult it still is because I like, I really didn't have him for very long, like three years out of his life. I I like really had him, you know, yeah. and trained him and whatever. But um, it was hard. It was like very, it's a very sad experience. Like shocking even when you're expecting it kind of a thing. I, gosh, Panda Express. I firmly, firmly, firmly believe this, that dogs are the closest thing to Christ-like love that you can feel on the earth. Like tangible, unconditional love. Yeah, and, super <clears throat> unconditional. Like they don't, and and I do not condone abuse of animals ever. Mm-hmm. But there's something so magical about a dog who, even when they are beaten, still love their owners. That you hear stories, so loyal. You hear stories all the time where dogs are just like fiercely loyal, like that. Like they won't even in a horrible situation, they'll run back to mm-hmm. that situation because they love people so much. Which is, yeah, really, really That was something that really was fascinating to me in Hawaii because I didn't talk about it last week, but, which is interesting, but something I noticed culturally, they don't, at least what I saw, they don't view dogs the way that we do on the continental U.S. Hmm. Like, we, we see dogs as like part of our families, whereas they see them as work. Mm. And a lot of their dogs are out in cages because people will steal them and, oh, and, and use them for other purposes or whatever. And I do think I do think that's probably just like <clears throat> like a work culture thing because like I feel like in the Midwest people treat dogs similarly where it's like a hunting dog and that's kind of sure. it or like you know the, a sheep dog yeah. like I feel like sheep dogs are generally treated like workers and not like family members yeah I, I, and like alaskan like 
trail dogs and stuff too. yeah so maybe that's more of like a an area type yeah thing. I don't and what know. you're used to because like yeah here in suburbia where we we like have no other purpose for animals other than to like love them yeah it's like kind of makes sense it was just so foreign and then we were driving i really want to touch a cloud i've always wanted to touch a cloud yeah and where we were staying my friend asher's house <clears throat> Panda Express <laughs> <laughs> um, was relatively close to the top of a like a a mountain. I would say a mountain, relatively mountainy for sure um, Hawaii, but close enough. So we were driving up this trail, trail this road, and I look over and I see this puppy, and she was beautiful, and she was looking around like these weeds and stuff, and I was like, Sarah, is that? And so I pull over and I was like, I'm not leaving this puppy by itself. Like I won't. So I pull over and and it goes up to Sarah and then it bypasses her and comes to me. And she just looks at me and I pick her up and she just nestles into me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is kind of similar to how Tag chose me. Just walks over. I can tell you that story, but yeah. Just walks over and just kind of like looks at me and then I pick her up and she just nestles in. She was covered in something that looked like the only thing I can associate it with is was that she was shot with a paintball. Oh. Like splattered with red and it looked like and I was like, is this dog being used for target practice? Uh-huh. God, trigger warning. I'm so sorry. Um but I I immediately was like, I don't want to let this dog go. Yeah. And so um Asher and Sarah were like, no, well it's probably somebody's pet and I was like I mean, yeah, she's got a collar on, but she's clearly being utilized for something other than a pet. Right. And I'm very intense about how people treat dogs. Yeah. Well, just animals in general. Kiki meows, horses, llamas, alpaca piggies. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Just because they can't communicate like humans doesn't mean that they don't feel the same. And they have a soul. Like, you can... They communicate with their eyes. Like, if you're in tune with it. Anyway. So, I... I walked door to door with this puppy and I found a girl who was really, really nice. She was so lovely. And she was like, mahalo, like mm-hmm. always just thank you so much. And then we were, we were walking and we went to the fifth house and it, there was a really, really old dog outside mm-hmm. and he was skin and bones. Oh. And then there were cages of dogs. Mm. And I was like, immediately I was like, I don't want to give this dog up. Yeah. I, and I all week and I still I told Asher I, I don't think the guilt is going to go away <laughs> like I, I truly was sitting considering spending a shit ton of money to get her back to to the house and keep her as my own yeah. like I and I'm still thinking about it. like she's just two streets away from Zaz and Asher's house mm. so I'm like I genuinely might ask if they I will pay them to do all of the work and all of that and see if they can get her over here because i i can't stop thinking about her i touched the microphone um i can't stop thinking about her but when i knocked on the door the adult stayed on the couch and just looked out the window and turned back to the tv and then the little boy i don't think they spoke english they were filipino i think okay this puppy though really genuinely looked like she was being used for target practice and i was like i can't Ugh, I can't. Oh. Dogs are just so important to me. <laughs> yeah. I just love them so much. Yeah. I love them so freaking much. It's, yeah. Um, I don't know how much of that we're going to put into our episode. <laughs> That's very intense stuff. But, yeah, I, I, I'm so sorry that you went through that. Like, I know we say it's okay, but it it sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I think... I am lucky in that I um, I have two very wonderful cats, and they're both so good, like really, really good cats. They don't like other people that much, but they really like us. They'll that is incorrect. <laughs> Winnie loves Winnie everyone. and Winnie I are best everyone. friends, and Winnie <clears throat> lets me boop her nose sometimes. And last week we had a petting session in your kitchen. That is pretty. And good. She didn't even hiss. Or she's scratch. she's definitely getting better, and. Um, but she just is she's one of those cats that like um in the morning she really 
she's very affectionate in the morning and at night. And so like whenever we're in bed, she'll like literally just lay right on my chest and just sit there and she'll like bunt and whatever. Um, and purr. And purr. <laughs> it's like So music. she'll just sit there until we fall asleep and then she'll go and like sit in Jonathan's legs. That is so stinking cute. That's literally like, I'm here to make sure that you rest well. Yeah. What? What a That's goddess. That's really cute. Um, oh, I love her. <clears throat> when, whenever I sleep with Winnie, though, she'll like, she just wants to play. So she'll like go, she'll, <laughs> she'll like try to get under the blanket. Like she'll nuzzle into my shoulder trying to like lift up the blanket and get under it. So I'll let her under and she'll go to like my legs and she'll like sit down and sit there for a little bit. And then she'll just bite my toes. <laughs> <laughs> good kitty (laughs) so i'm i'm very lucky because obviously like i have i i have a built-in little support after after something like that where i have pets i feel bad for my parents though because they're like very attached to him yeah like they would take him they got a camper recently not a camper like a trailer Mm -hmm. recently and they so they've started like really like traveling around the country and they would take fuzz yeah and go on little vacations and stuff and they have tons of videos of him like getting fish in the river and things like that he's super cute so they're they're really kind of struggling right now i'm i'm lucky because i have my own emotional family now yeah um but yeah just surprised at how much of an impact something made without like I didn't like. I didn't feel that connected to him. Yeah. You, just because I haven't lived there for so long. But it, yeah, it was really sad to just see how things went down. I think there's something psychological too, like when you see your parents break. Yeah. Not for the first time. Like my dad is actually pretty, uh, like emotionally. Doesn't try to hide when he's sad. He's not super good about, like, communicating emotions. <laughs> but he's, like, he's not the type of person that's, like, going to be stone-faced the whole time. Sure. Um, so, like, I've seen my dad cry many times and be sad. Um, but, like, yeah, to see both of my parents in a state where they f- were legitimately, like, sobbing. Yeah. Is, I, th- I think it's something psychologically that does something to you. Where you feel really bad for them. And like really, because like, I think other people, and I think there, it's just something built into being family, right? Like, I can see other people sobbing and like feel sad that they're sobbing, but I'm not sobbing. <clears throat> sure, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But like when when my parents or like my family does it, then like I can't hold it yeah. back. It's like you there's a very stark emotional connection. Yeah. When you see that, especially like a, a father figure, I feel like is just something where you you see them generally and generally. Yeah. As a symbol of like stability, of strength. Pillar of, of the yeah. family. Yeah. And so like when you're sad, you see that pillar and you're like, OK, I can work through it or whatever. But yeah, when that pillar breaks, it's like it's an interesting yeah feeling. And as adults, I'm sure we've all like seen moments of that happening because it just happens. Life happens. But it is it's just I don't know. It does something to your brain when you see that happen. I think I've only seen my dad cry. One twice when I left on my mission Mm. and when my dog bear died. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wasn't I'm sure he's. He was an emotional wreck when my grandpa passed away, when his dad passed away while I was on sure. mission. I didn't see that. Right. But I, he al- he's always been the kind of guy that like drowns his sorrows and other things. Mm-hmm. So like he, his, gosh, he's been gone for probably like 12 years now, I think. But his your, best your friend grandpa. growing up. Oh. No, his best friend, one of his best friends passed away. Oh. And um, that was the first time I ever saw my dad like. Like, like broken broken yeah but he didn't cry he just i just remember coming home and he would be passed out on the couch just <clears throat> just broken emotionally so yeah i 
Yeah. When you see your parents who are the the strengths for you growing up, like they it were does always something. that. It really does. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, they are human. <laughs> yeah. I they think, are human. You know beings. what you know what I think it does too is that um I I think like growing up there there are phases that you go through. I didn't expect to like get into something like this, but I feel like growing up, there are phases you go through when you think about your parents and your childhood yeah. where there's a little bit of built in resentment because like, oh, like you didn't treat me how I should have been treated or like you didn't do what I think you should have done. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there's there's some built in something there where you're like you were supposed to know better. And then you get points later where you're like, you get to a point later where you're like, oh no, you're a person. Like, there's no f-ing way you knew what you were doing. <laughs> like, like now, yeah. now I'm uh, like, I'm 30. My parents had kids when they were 25. There's no way that they knew what they were doing. I think they had me when my mom was 30. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm like, and I'm the second of two, mm-hmm. which is not very much, but like. I I would mess up a kid for sure. <laughs> I like there's no no chance. They would have no chance. So I'm like it you get to the I point think where you have a chance too because <laughs> you're you're a lot harsher on yourself. Neither of us want to be parents. <laughs> yeah. But I I think that you would have some serious strengths as a parent as well. It's I don't know. But yeah, I think it's, there's but, a high chance that we all mess up children at well, some point you know i the, the older i get to the more it's like it's it's just a it's it's a it's not if you mess them up it's like to establishing a relationship good enough to recoup after you mess them up yeah like like you you have an open dialogue where you can help them work through something and help them explain to you like that really hurt me when you said this as your child and to be able to step back and say, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen and have a dialogue instead of, instead of like defending your own parenting methods. Cause like there are some people in the older generation. I feel like my parents are the types that would be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But I feel like there are some in the older generations that would never apologize. No. And they're like, um, I did the best that I could and, and get mad that you're hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think seeing your parents in those situations where they are truly broken is like one of those moments where you get the opportunity to be like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're actually, you were children having children. So, so like that sucks. (laughs) It's fascinating. I, it was last Christmas when I had that conversation with my family. That you, that you messed me up conversation. (laughs) I... It, it's it's really sad because, wow, this is a you know what real life. Um, I know two two very heavy episodes in a row. <laughs> well, no, I think the last one was actually very good. It was yeah, that's true. It was kind of a uplifting, it was a very uplifting one. Um, so I was sexually molested when I was a little kid um, by a family member, and um, that does something to you. I I don't trust I don't trust. A lot of men, especially straight men, which is probably another reason why I've had such a hard time connecting with anybody that I might match with. Because I'm like, yo, it's going to take a lot. What's the ulterior motive? Exactly. Um, But last year, we were talking about dating. It was Christmas. I was home for Christmas and we were talking about dating. And I don't know how we got to the subject because I had not, I'd literally just arrived. Like, I don't know. But we were talking about dating and there's this there's this guy so my dad is it when you went with sarah back no to, uh, that was different. that was two years ago okay got it this was just last last christmas okay. um there's a guy that is the son of one of my dad's high school buddies and they're my dad and his dad are still friends and they're like why don't you date him like you guys would be so good together and i'm, I'm sitting here i'm like yo i don't one i'm not attracted to him and it's going to take a lot for me to be attracted to him um emotionally Mm. and they're like why and i was like (laughs) do you really want to know why and they're like yeah and my brother was kind of like why (laughs) like really frustrated like what do you have to deal with that's so hard and i was like well because i was sexually molested i was like fucked up in the head when i was little like and i i don't they not know no they know but they didn't they don't 
a lot oh, of people they don't know the residual trauma yeah they don't pro- they don't yeah. think about that stuff and it it i watched my brother's body language change and he was like oh like i didn't realize that it's such a big deal and my mom started crying yeah and my dad just got really like somber and i was like i don't hold you guys responsible for this like my cousin chose to do what he did to me multiple times like it was his choice i was little didn't know what the hell was going on yeah um and my my mom just kept apologizing and i was like if you need to apologize to feel better i i accept your apology but it's not something that i harbor towards you anymore like the fact that you recognize that i am messed up from this is more than enough quite honestly because i i i look at people and uh, let me tell you what yesterday at the show i have something to tell you about when people make comments about my 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 physical appearance Mm -hmm. there's two things that happens one i'm like ew what and the other one i'm like what do you want from me it's never a thank you yeah it's there's two different things that happen Mm -hmm. The only time I feel good when people compliment me are like when I'm feeling that I look good too. I'm like, yeah, I look great. <laughs> Thank you for noticing, you yeah. know. Um, but I, I was like, I know that you probably feel guilty because you made the choice to open up your home to our, our your nephew, my cousin, who was going through a really bad home life situation. Right. And... My dad was pretty open about the fact that he didn't want that. He didn't want the home open. And so my mom, I think, harbors that guilt. And it came to fruition in this conversation. Yeah. But, uh, like, that's that's real. That stuff is real. And it's it's going to be with me for the rest of my life, no matter how much therapy I'm in. And that was another thing that shocked my brother. He was like, you're in therapy? And I was like, yeah, like, on and off. And he's like, what do you have to go to therapy about? And I was like... <laughs> sexual molestation really messes with me and like i i do feel like i'm at that point we've talked about this so many times i feel like i'm at that point where i am ready to find my person Mm -hmm. but there's still that thing and and how do you have that conversation with somebody like hey you need to be really patient with me because i have this thing in my head where it's like all you see from me is someone that you can and then be done with yeah or abuse me in some way yeah (laughs) woof yesterday i don't know the... oh sorry, sorry go ahead. Go ahead. no 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 you, like... no no no, no, no. You go, please go please ahead. please go finish ahead. this because i'm i'll comment on what you just said so so yesterday during the show okay. <laughs> i have a line so the i play um a pair i'm in a parody morticia? yes i play a her name is cruella she's a she's cruella and morticia combined adams and yes cruella adams is her name and my husband the gomez character's name is groucho he um he says a line to me he's doing experiments and um he goes did you know that a human being only uses 10 percent of their brain and i respond and i say oh yes in fact i've known some who use even less mm-hmm. and this again this theater loves it when when the actors on stage will interact and and heckling is encouraged they in, love in, it. in they a lot love of ways it. And so I, at this point, I turn and I look and I pick on somebody in the audience uh-huh. in, in the front, in the, the season ticket holder spots. And there's this massive group of like, I think eight to 10 older adults. Like they're in their sixties, like late fifties, early sixties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're, they're talking really loud and just like having these laughs or whatever. And I'm saying my line and I look over and I'm like, take this gentleman, for example. And he's talking to, to a dude over his wife, mm-hmm. over his wife talking. And I was like, this guy's not even paying attention. Uh-huh. And he looks up to me and he goes, you look really sexy. And I looked at him and I was like, 3%. <laughs> <laughs> Because one, I I was like, yeah, I look great. Like yeah. I said this multiple times. Like I love what I look like in my costume. I feel like I'm cinched in all the right places, and I have a tuchus, and it looks real good. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Look and I great. looked at him, and I was like, three percent, dude. Like you are so dumb. You, just because I'm heckling you doesn't mean that you, you you can heckle me back, but you can't comment on my looks. Yeah, I should. It That's it has up. to be a welcomed thing. 
And so <clears throat> that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it just so happened that my blocking as well as my choreography was in front of his table almost the entire show. Mm. And so I was like, this is great. And then when I come out later as Maleficent in um, another, like our show ends after act one and then we go into, or after act two, and then we go into this third act thing. It's like a, it's a, yeah. a showcase. It's like a cabaret. Yeah. Um, and ours is Hollywood horror themed um and disney villains <laughs> sure. and i'm maleficent great anyways i have to dance the whole time in front of him and i'm sitting here and it's a skin tight yeah outfit like yeah in it she tight <laughs> <laughs> um and so i was like this is happening and the the pianist pian pianist pianist the pianist the pianist <laughs> the the he's lovely he Anyways, um, he we were talking about it at at intermission at Manhattan at intermission, and uh-huh. he was like, he was like, I'm so sorry that that happened. That was so gross. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And it got to the point where even another actor called him out because there's a bit where the other actor wears these short shorts, yeah. and so he called the dude out and he's like, Sir, avert your eyes to like help me out. Yeah. Because it was like you don't get to do that. <laughs> But I spoke to the director today and we were talking about it and her family actually came to the show last night and uh-huh. said that it it's they've seen multiple shows at the Desert Star and they said that this is their favorite one. Oh wow. They commented on that bit though. They were like, We didn't know what was going on like at all. Mm. The, the, the actors just kept pinpointing on the one and I was like, I, f- I think we all just like Ganged up collectively on were like, Fuck uh, you <laughs> Yeah, that is messed up. I think um but he's not wrong. They do look really good. Just saying. I wonder. Well, I was gonna say. I wonder if there's something that's like helpful to you about not being yourself, where you're more willing to accept something because you're playing something. I 100% agree with that. Actually, I do. It's like masking. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so. That's why I like another reason why I love acting so much is because I get to vacate my life. Yeah. For even if it's just a short amount of time, I get to be somebody else for a little bit. It's like a break. You can from... almost trick yourself into putting yourself into another mindset so you yeah. can accept a compliment or accept something yeah. and not take it in. in I think way. that's why I don't like real life musicals like Les Mis or Next to Normal is because it's it's real life. And I feel like I'm living that every day. Yeah. I just want something that's going to take. I want a Frozen. I want a Wicked. I want <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, something with something character. Yeah. Well, I guess Hamilton. A character departure. Even Hamilton is like a character departure. It's yeah. not. That's not Hamilton. He that's, was not like that. No. I mean, he was a womanizer mm-hmm. and a bad person, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but he wasn't like that. Yeah. And ho- yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's a very, very good point. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, wow. We went. So our weeks were fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, <clears throat> no, it's it's that that crazy thing of being an adult and actually seeing what it's like. And I don't think I don't think it has to be redemptive. Like people have bad parents and that sucks. We don't though. Like, we're we've, very lucky. We've lucked out. We're very, very lucky yeah. and and being able to humanize I, I think in general though, being able to humanize your parents can be healing in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, because because you're not able to do that as a kid. No. Because it's so unrelatable. Yeah. Even like the concept of your parents being children is so foreign. I know. And yet I'm so fascinated when I see pictures of them. And I'm like, tell me what was going on in this day. Yeah. Like, what were you doing? What were you thinking? Do yeah. you remember what you ate? Like, It's interesting because even then it was like you were a kid, but you still had you knew what you were doing as yeah. a kid. You you have that weird mental image of your parents where you just even always know. Yeah, yeah, like they have they've never hurt the same way that you've hurt. Yeah, and that's not true. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like there there are just things that happen in our lives that are out of their control just as much as us. Us. It's fascinating that you say that that they've never hurt the way we have. I think it's. I mean, obviously life is such a individual thing but we all feel the same emotions mm-hmm. just because of different things yeah 
so that's that's interesting that you because in my head I'm thinking no we feel we feel the same thing like they've they felt the sorrow we felt fear we that. felt sadness we yeah. felt anger but different <laughs> yeah different scenarios led <clears throat> us to that or situations led us to those feelings and even different brains will interpret those emotions differently like yeah it's yeah fascinating yeah i'm gonna deviate this okay conversation abruptly um i was watching a podcast the try guys i've mentioned them before uh-huh. but they um their wives their try wives mm-hmm. have a podcast called you can sit with us and they were talking today oh my gosh was that is the one lady that got cheated on in the podcast not anymore oh my god yeah when Drama. that when Jeez. that whole thing happened she shut everything off she removed Dude, wife I would from her too. bios I'd be, I'd be so mad but they're still married it's which is wild i will not <laughs> i'm sorry no, no no she should be able to make her own decisions like that they yeah. obviously like went through a lot and like and made the decision to stay and that they decided that was the good decision for them yeah but such a public and brutal affair yeah wow awful yeah but all three of them the girl that he cheated on or cheated with is also radio silent yeah um but i could find out what's going on just because of my my the background company that i work for i would never Back to episode one. I would never. But did you do but, it? Uh, I didn't. I did not. I did not. Looking at you in the eyes. Looking at you in the <laughs> eyes. Looking at you in the eyes. You're not even there anymore. But like, yeah. I did not. I would not. Because one, I don't want to lose my job. And two, I do want to respect their privacy, even though I have yeah. access to everything in their life. Sure. Um, but I was thinking, hmm. But anyways, I was listening to their podcast. It'd be bad if I had that job. I would immediately do it. <laughs> I don't. I, you know what? I I am a big I'm a big like one of the like behind the screen I'm safe person. So like I I would just go for it. Everything. Have you looked me up before? No. I have not. I gave you permission if you ever oh. want to. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm just curious. I think the only thing that would be found on you is your is like if you had any traffic tickets. There's no murder charges that that we know of. Oh. <laughs> Um, wow i'm so sorry but i have a question for you oh so in this podcast at the end one of their taglines like much like ours is like i'm tired or whatever Mm -hmm. um one of their things is pee after sex ew you're supposed to though you you point at me like as in like you are as in like women well, are both or, okay i was that was my question is do men have to also yeah pee after so sex? so you get you get okay you get semen yeah. lodged in your bodily urethra, fluids yeah and it's not it should not stay there because it's goopy so it'll stick there it can't stick there um so you should pee to get it out it just helps clear everything up. I did not know that. For women too, you should definitely pee after. Sex. Yeah. Well, see, I knew that for women because because you get they're more you prone get infections. Get, yeah, like yeast infections or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was like, I gotta, I want like, I don't, what? Pee after sex. There you go. The tri wives have said it first, but we are also saying, do that. But it's also, <laughs> I'm trying to decide how much information is too much information. Well, you can say whatever you want because we can edit this. <laughs> I guess that's true. But sometimes I get too lazy and don't. <laughs> um, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I d- I'm gonna take away your drink. I'm gonna take away your drink. Oh, I'm sorry about your pillow. Oh, just drops came out. That's okay. That's what she said. Oh, or they? We don't discriminate. Mm. Um. (laughs) What I was gonna say. (laughs) It's a little bit uncomfortable to pee before you have sex. Or to not pee before you have sex. Oh. Because then you just are doing it on a full bladder. Oh. You know? Yeah. So it's hard. I don't feel like that's too much. It's hard to make that distinction. Sure. I don't feel like that's too much. Is that too much? I don't know. 
I feel like the world still isn't ready to learn that gay people have sex. <laughs> They're still too scared. <laughs> my one of my favorite. What was movies. this? What was this? I'll tell you. That's that's not how it works. <laughs> You're not banging two hammers together. favorite movies of all time is called Two Wong Fu Thanks for Everything Julie oh, yeah, Newmar. Yeah, yeah. It's Patrick Swayze, Swayze? Swayze. Patrick Swayze, R.I.P. Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo. As drag queens. As drag queens. And John Leguizamo's character, his name is Chichi Rodriguez, um, such a good movie. <laughs> starts to fall in love with one of the people in the movie and yeah. they're like Wesley Snipes was like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do when it's like come time to do this and it's like boing 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 like yeah. that's because they think he's these a woman. two things don't match like yeah yeah so that's why I was doing that <laughs> thank um, you Wesley Snipes I love you so much can we can we talk about this for a second yes this is a big deviation let me I'm gonna check really quickly okay um this is a big deviation but it's surprising to me how few people know this. Um, I am not allowed to donate blood. Correct. Or plasma. Or plasma. Um, unless I have abstained from sex for three months. Mm-hmm. Which is really f***ed up. I don't know why. I just, I worked as a... It's because of the, it's an, it's an old law from the AIDS crisis. Oh, really? Because people thought that gay people would just have AIDS. We never. So I worked as a uh, as a phlebotomist at a plasma donation center, mm-hmm. and they never told us that reason. They just said it's 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 an old homophobic law. It's it's like it's something that just has never been revisited because no one has cared to revisit it, which is weird. And and people don't know that that's where it comes from. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure that HIV is more prominent in heterosexual couples at this moment in time. In straight people, because they don't, they're not as intense with their safe sex with practice safe. as... The... I, I don't, I truly don't know. Okay. What it I is. heard that once. I do, I do feel like the, the biggest... But fact check me, because I don't want to spread rumor. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the <clears throat> biggest of the AIDS crisis then, for sure, was like gay men, because spread very quickly mm-hmm. um but i i would assume and again not sure if this is correct i would assume it's more prevalent in in like a third world where contraception and like prep and things like that are not, not available. available i mean it's still running rampant i think in yeah, africa absolutely i know like there's still a crisis yeah um that's that would be my like what i assume is happening now the more prevalent as far as prevalency in straight couples, I would guess that like the most prevalent STI is a child. <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. If you think about it, it's kind of true. Oh my gosh. You set yourself up for that one. Thank that you. was like amazing. Thank you. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I truly don't know what the percentage. That was funny. I don't I... know percentage rates. But it's. It, but that's yeah. So can't donate blood because, I mean, for me, I am. I my blood type is AB positive. So I am. I can get blood from anyone, and can only give to AB, other AB positive people. Mm-hmm. Rude. So, yeah, I'm selfish. Yeah, your genetics are selfish. My genetics are selfish. I need you to know something. Oh. Whilst talking, I noticed Shrek. that my Squidward... Oh. I thought you were going to bring up Shrek again. Oh. Well, I mean, he is looking at me like, girl, you're about to say <laughs> what you're about to say. Look at him. He's like... My Squidward sticker is folding up. <clears throat> oh. And whilst you were talking about what you were AIDS. talking about, I was stroking it like this. Stroking mm. it right in a very promiscuous spot. And then I realized... Stop that. <laughs> Jeez. Flirting with Squidward. Hey, yo. No. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was that him? Yeah. 
Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was good. Ooh, my toe. That was a good pop. Follow up on my toe. Yeah. The toenail is growing back, but now it's growing back funky. Well, it was in the shape of a an L. An L. So. Yeah. So it's going to be a minute before it comes back uh, yeah. to full fledge. I'm hoping by the end of winter, when it's time to wear sandals again, it will be back in a more happy spot. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but my middle finger is almost all the way grown out. But... Wow. Mean. <laughs> I bruised it. What's this? <laughs> what, <are> you... <laughs> what, what do they say? <laughs> never right, never right. Oh, Very man. obscene gesture. Um, I didn't mean to. Not that so, the second time sorry, I did for this. We haven't. We talked. We went. We're all over. Thing, <laughs> and a whole thing. How was your week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been good. Um, I mean, you know, I think the biggest thing is back to dogs. My dog is sick. And so and he's 13 as well. And so he's got an, he's actually got a heart scan next week because the vet was very worried about so, him all the good vibes to tag yeah pray for him because i'm i don't think i think it's pretty easy to tell that like dogs are my life specifically yeah. my dog he is my everything so that's been rough and then <clears throat> that it was very funny that situation that happened at the show yesterday but um i'm so grateful to be in this show it is so much fun i I don't like it's I laugh we break on stage and then we laugh like (laughs) it it does sound a lot funner than and less stressful yes it's really really nice but there's there's a character in the show that comes in on a fly system and um one of the stagehands just really goes for it when he sends her in and she just pummels in and um couldn't stop ran into me and then was trying to stabilize herself and um, was just reaching out. She's covered in a veil, so she can't actually see anything. And under the veil is a bonnet that usually slides down to over her, her eyeballs anyway. So <laughs> it's no secret that I have a large chest. And so she was just trying really, really hard to just grab at something to stabilize. Full on, like... Cup it. Full grabbed at the ta-ta yeah. on stage. And she was like... She grabbed it. She was like, Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> it was like mama <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was so, so funny and then we couldn't get it together yeah i love stuff like that yeah and then at that same show the show last night where i was heckled mm-hmm. right after that um there's a, a scene in act two i don't know right after that um my husband's wig fell off and <laughs> that's very funny so um we, we kind of all just sat there and we're like well, who's gonna pick it up and so i pick it up and we put it on him and then um he makes a comment of just like we rehearsed it and then i was like cooing at him like oh husband i love you bald or, or whatever yeah. and then um we both turned and looked in the direction of the dude and i was like sorry i'm still taken <laughs> i just love i love stuff like that it's yeah. just that's funny yeah. So that's kind of just been my week. I've just been performing a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then uh, I think I might have ADHD. <laughs> Honey, it is 2023. Everyone's got ADHD. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Acceptance. No. Okay. For real though, I actually think I do because all I've been my phone has been advertising all of these things. Like you might have ADHD if like 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 these things. And one of the biggest things is which I have done for years is listening to one song on repeat forever and ever and ever. Mm. And I thought that that was just me trying to learn the lyrics. Cause that's what I do. I listen to it on repeat probably like five, six times and then I'm done. Yeah. But I just, I, I, and I was like, Oh, and then one of the, <laughs> wow. I just had like a full conversation with myself with sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. The other thing that, that I was like, Oh, maybe I have this because I, when I get a down moment, I should be using that time to clean my room because it is just like a through right now. <laughs> Cannot see the floor and spiders everywhere. <laughs> like, that's how dirty it Horrifying. is. Yeah. Terrible. Um, <clears throat> and I was like, 
like Sunday, I was supposed to go grocery shopping and call my grandma and get like recipes from her so that I can like really like dive into this, like helping my gut feel better and like yeah. all this stuff. Right. And, and I just didn't, I sat there in the fetal position just watching Tyler play video games. And then I fell asleep. It's like, so hard. When you're burnt out, you're burnt out. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I have ADHD. <laughs> but but maybe you're burnt out. Could be. Also. Could be it. Could be it. Um, there was a thing I was going to tell you that I thought you would think is super, super funny. And I don't remember what. Solid. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, my show. Something that happened to you? Yeah. Guess was it in work? the dado sphere or the <laughs> or work? No, no dates. Okay. Although that dude I told you about that sent me the dick pic and was like all about like the taste. Yeah, gross. he texted me again. You should huh. you should block. And it. I was like, dude. You should block the number. His question was how hey how's your cat? And I responded I was like, well I don't have a cat but my dog Tag is doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> And and I didn't realize until he sent the same question right after. The, and I was like, oh, you're yeah. asking about my vagina. Yeah. You should block. <laughs> Trash. Well, my phone's being occupied right now. Otherwise, I'd show you. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want that. My favorite part of my week is what uh, I wanted to tell you. It's not funny. It's just really awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm really late to the game, but <clears throat> Elemental. I haven't seen it. It is so good is it good everyone i was shocked that the reviews are just like it's so bad i the the the, the animation that's a new story it's so good mm-hmm. oh my gosh i love it so much like i'm like telling everybody please watch this movie it's so sweet oh, i need to see it i love it so much i do i love it so much but i'm a hopeless romantic so like it's that kind of vibe the wade character is everything to me like i love him so much and our favorite mom ever moira rose is in it oh catherine o'hare mm-hmm. she's so good yep huh. but that's my favorite thing that's my okay. favorite thing that happened this week and on that note anything else I... you want to talk about <laughs> no yeah i mean the other thing we did was we rehearsed the show oh my gosh. a little bit that was my second favorite thing John... this tune has been stuck in my head can't get it out i cannot wait for people to hear this i cannot wait we get to record saturday saturday this Mm -hmm. week is finally recording and then i'm going to disney world right afterwards um but yeah saturday we're finally gonna record so can look out for an ep pretty soon i'm so excited excited. and then we'll shop at the show a little bit yes seriously i i know i talked about this you guys it's so good you're genius with john's genius of musical oh i just just the instrumental alone and then you get the lyrics on top of it and becca is her name becca shaw wait until you hear this woman's voice it is there's a maturity behind it there's a richness she is she's got some of like the purest tone i've ever heard it's crazy i imagine a very thick chocolate silk pie when i think of her voice it's so rich and and smooth and and you could eat it it's so good (laughs) you just eat it you're good (laughs) yeah it's Uh, it's lovely it'll be fun can you purr like a cat no (laughs) (laughs) sometimes sometimes you know what it is i think i don't have the breath support for it because sometimes i try to, for like cleo yeah <laughs> for our cat yeah and i can't like sustain in a good way in a good you know, way yeah like i can't like i don't think i have the the gut support for it i think it's all in the tongue actually there's like i can't like supply the air though because because mm. it's like a similar thing where like uh you know like when you lip buzz to warm up I can't sustain that either very well. That one's hard. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It took me That's a really hard. long time to figure that out. So, I, but I, I hugged so one of my coworkers was at needing, he was having a hard day and he asked me he for a hug and I said, ear. and no, he purred in my ear because he loves oh. cats and, and I, we're friends. Like we've been friends for a really long time before I became his boss. Anyways, um, he hugged, I was like, oh, you're going to purr? So I did. And he was like, what the f***? You sound like a cat. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's the point. 
So I was just wondering, Cat Daddy, if you could put her like a Kiki Meow. No, not really. That's nice. <laughs> it's so nice. It's like, do they do that for like, um, you know that they'll do that like to comfort, like he, for to provide healing too? Like that they purr, makes a lot of sense. They, they purr. Okay, I don't know how true this is, but this is a thing that I read and I can't, it's I did not, you I did it. not <laughs> look at the source. I don't know where it came from. Um, but I heard, you leave a comment, um, but I heard that cats will purr at a frequency to promote healing. So like when, when they are injured themselves, they'll purr. Which is interesting because usually you think of cats purring when they're happy. Yeah. But sometimes they'll purr when they are trying to comfort themselves and soothe themselves. It's self, self-soothing. Wow. Um, they'll also purr when they sense that someone else is injured. So if, if you're like sick or something, they'll like come and sit on your chest and like purr mm. to like help you feel better. <laughs> Isn't that so nice? That's so lovely. Cats, I actually believe that that's true. Cats are I'm the freaking best. I believe it. I... I have, al- I have always been a dog person, generally, but I freaking love cats now because everything they do is like so different than yeah. like what you would expect from a dog because it's so uh, like a dog is just loyal and a cat is like, I can't even, I don't even know how to describe it. Independent. <laughs> they're independent, but they're also like, they're but they're also so tribal. Like they're so, they're still very like involved in everything that's going on i don't even know i love cats too i get it they're but, cute they're so cute anyway i'm asking this question do you think an ogre can purr i don't know <laughs> I don't. <clears throat> like and on that note good <laughs> I do. <laughs> Fiona, if you're out there, <laughs> can Shrek purr? Wow. <laughs> wow. We know Puss in Boots can. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's a kiki now. <laughs> Shrek, yeah. for you, baby. But... I could be. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, we talked about some good stuff today. Some Spazzy. It was a little all over the place. It was pretty centered in like childhood like yeah we just inner child healing vibes today i'm curious for the audience i would love to hear what episodes do you like more when we're just kind of like coming in without a plan oh this is episode 10 yeah <laughs> i know we only have three it's been more 10 episodes that's great that's crazy before the end of the season that's crazy. Wow. um but anyways, I'm just curious what you guys, what your thoughts and opinions are. Do you like the episodes where it seems like there's more of like a plan or do you like it when we just talk? Stream of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Comment. My oh. shoulder. Yeah, it exploded. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's gone. It was painful. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Comment below. If you want to like and subscribe, please do. We Please, please like and subscribe. Share us with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to get Really any advertisement. Yeah, let me monetize your views. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on my personal Instagram, which is Tenanigans, or my You're the Onesie I Want. Um, um, and you can follow us on... Oh, Laugh Track with JNT. Yes, Laugh Track with JNT on the Instagrams. And on the, everything On the, all the things. The YouTubes, the... Yeah. TikTok. Yeah, the TikToks. I forgot what what other social medias are out there. And the great Emu War. Uh, Emu War underscore the musical uh-huh. is the Instagram for that. So that, we'll post a couple things in the next few weeks, probably. Um, even if it's just little videos from recording. but and then Or even my, videos from rehearsals. Yeah. He was recording, which I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just... Fo- that, anyway. And... Uh, and uh, Jace Van M is my personal. Yeah. Follow him. And follow his, not just that one. You made one for your, didn't you make one for your project with the, the is it After Us? 
Yeah, after a series is like another thing. I'm doing too many things. You're not. Doing I'm too, too many tired. Things. It's not gonna be. It's only one is gonna be updated at the same time. You just follow them just, as you. Yeah. <laughs> just follow them and and turn on your notifications so that you are <laughs> alerted to when he posts. He's incredibly creative. He's he's doing what he should be doing. We just have to get his stuff out there. So, anyways, on that note. Oh. I'm tenanigans. <laughs> I was trying to see where that was going. <laughs> I'm tired. Sweepy. Schlunk. Oh. I'm. Uh, oh. 